Welcome back to the Team Church Podcast with Kevin Gerald. So glad you're here today. Uh, my name is Brandon Stewart. I'll be your host. And we have designed this space to have the conversation that every team needs to be having. So our goal, as always, in this space is to set up a conversation, but for you to take and finish this conversation with your team. And I'm so glad we're talking today. I think Pastor this is going to be a great talking point for for teams and to get some chatter going. Absolutely. We're going to get into some good trouble today. And we're, <laughs> we're wanting to talk about maybe one of the great felt needs that we're experiencing in yeah. ministry right now. And that's building teams when no one wants to work. <laughs> you know, honestly, building teams has always been hard. That's true. It's never been easy. And we know that. And that's why we champion that. Is that that's right. Um, it's not an easy thing to do. We want a resource. We want to help, etc. But it just got harder. It just got more difficult. And the reason we're saying that is that culture has now leaned in to what they're calling the great resignation. That's right. And the Bloomberg report says that 24 million people 24 million people mm. quit work between April and September of 2021. Wow. That's a lot of people quitting. Wow. And, and there's more jobs than there are unemployed people. So in other words, if everybody who's unemployed got a job, there would still be jobs left over that no one can fill. One-third of the small business owners say that they have had open positions that they're unable to fill for months now. So mm. there's just something going on in our culture that is creating uh, a mindset that doesn't want to work. Right. That's right. And I think what we wanted to do in this space today is we wanted to call leaders to lead in this mm, season. Yep. It's going to take a special kind of courage. It's going to take a special perspective, but there's opportunity to lead today. Uh, maybe start us off with, with that verse in Nehemiah you taught on recently and, and help us frame this in a little bit. Nehemiah chapter four, verse six says, so we built the wall. So we built the wall, and all the wall was joined together to half its height, for the people had a mind to work. Wow. The wow. people had a mind to work. And we want to just begin today by, by saying that good things happen when people have a mind to work. That's right. Like, it, I'm not going to pretend that it's always easy and that work is always going to be fun because it's not. But right. we do want to declare this truth, and that is that good things happen whenever people have a mind to work. I've just found that in years of serving people, that when people have negative ideas and attitudes about work, that their life is, is going to be more difficult, mm. and their life is going to be less enjoyable. They're going to have literally fewer opportunities in life. Mm. But when people have the right attitude and mindset and they embrace work that way, then their life tends to be more full, more enjoyable. They have greater opportunities. Their relationships even are better. And God's able to promote and prosper them in their life and their future. So it's just been my observation that you go one of two ways with this, and it all starts with your mind or your attitude or your perspective Your perspective having to do with work. I think adding on mm -hmm. to that too, PK, is, is there's an element to this that people are also 
um, shifting to self-employment or to gig work. You know, I'm going to drive for Uber or, or, you know, deliver Uber Eats or, you know, whatever. In other words, I'm going to set my own hours. hours. I'm going to set my own <laughs> work ethic. And um, people are, are therefore going back to their team that they used to work with and rage quitting, <laughs> you know, right, right. you know, doing, doing some of that. So, so it's interesting. The shift has gone <clears throat> to me rather than the team. Right. And I think that's the space we're trying to talk about today is that we just fundamentally believe at team church, that church is meant to be done as a team. Mm -hmm. Yeah. People are quitting to make a statement, uh, in, in today's job world. I, you know, there's a difference in being, having an entrepreneurial spirit and mm. being led by a vision and a passion that actually gets you up out of bed in the morning right. and you're going and working right. hard. There's a difference in that. And people who are taking jobs that they can kind of control or minimize the amount of work that they're going to put in. Mm. And those are the two differences. Like, I, I'm all for the, the entrepreneurial spirit. I'm all for people who champion it. Even if you're leading second, so to speak, you champion a vision, you champion a cause. Champion yeah. a cause. Um, and, and if that's kind of your driving dynamic, to set your life and calibrate your life in a particular direction. For example, let's just talk about it right here. There's a lot of people <clears throat> today who are at the same time, they are dialing back the, the, the mindset of work in terms of time off, mm. right? Mm. They're, everything is zeroing in on time off. There's some phrases, right? That yeah, there, there's trends in the the maybe the tech world or some companies uh, toward unlimited PTO. In other words, to, to attract top talent, we have to offer them unlimited time off, which, you know, try that for a little bit and see how that works. You know? <laughs> how does that work? Yeah, but, but meaning that that's where culture has gone. Yeah. And, and, and the, the headwinds that we experience as leaders, we're leading in a season where people are being recruited on unlimited time off. So, so the, and I think to pastor, one of the, the social media conversations that's happening is around the idea of self care, which is very different from the Bible idea of rest, right? You know, we're, we're, we're instructed to rest. It's, right. it's, it's, it's a part of our created order, right. uh, original intent. Uh, but our motivation for rest is different than what's being presented to us today through the conversations online around self-care, self-care and, and don't let anybody push you too far and take advantage of you. It, it, um, it rests in order to escape rather than rest in order to re-enter, which is what a Sabbath right, rest does. You right. know, we, we rest to re-enter, but the conversation is more about escapism. Yeah, I mean, God himself gave us a model. He works six days, he rests Absolutely. on the seventh. So there, there's your model. And a lot of people, like you're saying, they are creating an indifference toward work. And, and so they, they call it self-care um, under the guise of, of actually not wanting to work more than they want to work and it's just dangerous all we're saying is that it's dangerous and it's not kingdom mindset that's where i was going to go i was just going to ask you show us and frame it in for us a little bit as to how is this not kingdom you know and, and give us some 
some language and some way forward because we're we're talking today with teams and leaders who have to lead. We have, we have campuses we want to build. Yep. We have ministries we want to start. We have children's ministries and worship teams that we want to fill out the ranks. You know, so we we have a responsibility and a job to do, but this is our climate now. So, you know, what's a kingdom <clears throat> mindset around this? Well, uh, I just mentioned that God was our example. And all, I read Nehemiah, the people had a mind to work. That's how they rebuilt the city. They had a mind to work. Mm. And I'll talk a little bit more in a few minutes about the leadership aspect of that. Nehemiah didn't work like everyone else, but he worked as harder, mm. harder mm. than everybody else. And, and we'll get to that in a minute. But but what, what I would just like everyone to consider or to recognize and, and understand here is that whenever you're going to do anything kingdom-wise, um, you're going counterculture typically. Like mm. you're, you're going against culture to be kingdom. And we're seeing that, it feels like, more than ever. Right. And so in, in many examples, let's say the world is okay with telling lies. You know, that, that lies is kind of part of how you do you do life, you do business, you got to kind of have a little, you know, little lie now and then and not tell the truth all the time. Well, when you start to say, well, you know what, I don't agree, I'm not going to go that way. Um, you know, one of the Ten Commandments, you don't lie. Well, how do you get there is the next step. And I think that's what we're saying about work. And one of the things is that you have to declare yourself to be a truth talker, a truth teller. I, mm. I speak truth. Like I, I, I tell the truth. And so with our staff, one of the things that I started at the beginning of this year is that I, I just said to everyone, we have a new little motto here and it's we work hard. So in <laughs> the awesome. face of everything yeah. else, yeah. what are we going to do? We work, we work hard. hard. In, yeah. in the face of, of negativity, we work hard. In the face of people not wanting to come to church or not coming back to church yet, we work hard. In the face of people dropping off teams and not coming back and we're working with you know, half the people we worked with in the usher team or the worship team or whatever it might be, how are we going to respond to that? Are we going to talk about it? Or are we going to No, we're just going to say we work hard and mm. we're going to declare ourselves to be like God, to take on a kingdom mindset and let God do the rest. Like if the farmer sits in the Bible says in Ecclesiastes, if the farmer sits inside the house and looks at the clouds, he will never get in the field to sow. That's right. Right. It, it, you can't worry that the writer says you can't be looking at the clouds. You can't be looking at the rain. You can't be looking at the wind. You can't be looking at any of that. Even if the, the soil is hard, you got to go get a plow and plow it up. We got to get the seed in the ground. Mm. So we work hard is part of the creative process of God. It's when we have a mind to work and we have an attitude about work that is positive. That's We're great. creating possibilities for God to do what only God can do. That's so good. So let's spend a minute talking about reclaiming a mind to work. So if, if the people, you know, in Nehemiah's they had a mind to work, how mm -hmm. do we reclaim a mind to work? Ephesians 2 and 10 says, we are God's handiwork, which first of all, his the work of his the hands, work of his hand, yep. <laughs> uh, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So that's kind of our scripture anchor here. Yep. PK, maybe take us through number one here. Leaders are created to work and lead others to work. 
a leader's work is uh, is key to his success. And mm. so you'll never find a leader that doesn't work, a good leader that doesn't work and doesn't mm. work hard. Now, a lot of people assume when they find successful leaders, they assume, well, I, you know, look at them. They, they have a boat. I don't have a boat. <laughs> they, you know, they go on trips. I don't go on trips. Yeah. Like, they, you know, yeah. I work a lot harder. But just know this, that when you find good leaders, not only did they work hard at one point, but they are continuing they work yeah. to work hard. Now, a leader's work is different mm. than everyone else's work. And I want to just show you Nehemiah's, the background of Nehemiah's life for a second, because I think it will help you as a leader to figure some things out. Let, let me just say, let me say it like this. There are so many leaders out there right now, leading teams and so forth. I want to set you free. I want to help you. I'm going to tell you something is that there will be a tendency for you to say, I'm not going to ask somebody else to sweep the floor if I'm not sweeping the floor. Yeah, that's right. It sounds so noble. Like it sounds so like righteous, noble. And yeah. people say that all the time. And every time I hear people, leaders say that or tell leaders that, like don't ask somebody to dig a ditch if you're not digging the ditch right next to them. Wait, 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 wait. I might've <laughs> been willing to dig a ditch, but I've become a leader now. And if you're going to lead, you can't dig ditches anymore. Like mm. you have to do the work of leadership and leadership is hard work. So I would just say that with Nehemiah, for example, he had a clear vision of the work in front of him. And, mm. and you need to have that. You need to have a clear vision of the work. And that takes work. He went around, he surveyed the city. He rode around on horseback with some guys taking notes like the the that that gate is torn down on the east side of the city we got to get it repaired hmm. the wall over here man the enemy when they attack us they're going to come right through that big hole in the wall we got to get that hole filled we got to hmm. get the walls higher he surveyed the city hmm. he got familiar with what it was that needed to be done and he had his vision built around the need yeah. that they had he communicated it he assigned specific workload. He equipped the team with tools. That's all the hard work of leadership. That's right. Right? Yeah. And so I think it's important for you to write maybe some of that down, that leaders work hard, but they work different. That's beautiful. That's awesome. The second point we wanted to talk about today, great teams work well together. So this is team yep. church. Great yep teams work well together that part of a team's competency right comes from their ability right. to work hard and work well together what would you want to well say about a team there definitely work? has to be alignment uh, if you know if nehemiah is trying to lead a group of people uh who are not fully aligned Right. then there's going to be problems and you're no different and I'm no different. We That's have right. to have alignment among the ranks. And so that means that we have to communicate clearly, mm. not just the work to be done, but our expectations around it. Yes. We have to resolve conflict quickly. We have, we have mm. to, we have to quickly say like, you know what, you guys come over here. We're going to talk about this. This is going to be a tough conversation, but I just want to talk to you both about this scenario. Or I want to talk to you individually, whatever it might be. Um, launching new projects that there's hard work anytime you're launching new. So we're at a point right now 
for example, in this season where no, we, we say nobody wants to work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and as we're saying that, the, the, the challenge is, well, there may be a, a high level of truth about that, but my, my motto is I work hard, and as a leader, I'm going to inspire other people to work hard. That's right. So I'm going to talk about the reason. I'm going to talk about the vision. I'm going to talk about how what we do changes lives. I'm going to talk about how every Sunday matters. Mm. I'm going to talk about that when you're a part of this team, here's the value that we add to people walking in the mm. door, people driving in the parking lot, people well, who bring their children to the class. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And lead, that, that all comes out of the mindset of a leader that they, they're bringing people together and they're saying, get rid of your pettiness, get rid of your strife. We are called to a grand purpose because great teams work well together. Yeah, and and great teams aren't just ordered on Amazon and show up in two days. Like it, it, t- it, take, it takes hard work to build a team, <laughs> That's right? That's a good line. I mean, it, it, it takes work. So I want five of them <laughs> yeah, right exactly. Now. <laughs> Amazon Prime and you'll... You'll have it. Uh, number three, ministry fruit comes after hard work. And yeah. I put this down because I wanted to ask you this question. Pastor Kevin, you've been in ministry how long now? I know you've pastored here in our church what, you know, 36 years here this year. Um, do you still work hard? I still work hard. <laughs> I still work hard. I sometimes find myself wondering like how long do i have to keep working hard (laughs) this hard like is a man supposed to still be doing this after this many years but um the truth is is that i i work different and i know sabbath now i know rhythms really well um i'm pretty good at self self managing that and knowing when i'm you know hitting my thresholds and so forth but um I'm, I'm honestly, and I don't know anyone, like I said earlier, my friends that are my age, the people that lead organizations, I don't know anyone who doesn't work hard. They may work different. They do work different. They get to, like I have a friend in corporate right now um, who, it, it's, a, it, it's, a, it's a lady who leads an organization, and she literally wakes up super early. Hmm. Like, and so she's at work like, five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Like it's her choice as a leader to get there ahead of everyone else, get her day lined up, do her morning devotion, sets her pace like that. But the the cherry on top for her is she's the leader. So she she's allowed to do that, but she works as hard or harder than anyone else who shows up at maybe seven or seven thirty, probably seven thirty or eight even in the morning. But then she's off and out at one o'clock. Right. And she does the gym or she goes to be with her kids and her family. So there's options that are created. But no, my point is no yes. one gets out of work. Yes. And I think we have that view that at some point I won't have to anymore. When, when in reality, ministry fruit harvest, harvest is hard work. Yeah. It, it's back to the farmer analogy. Every yeah. time you start to think about that, think of seeds. Yeah. Think That's of right. needing to sow. You don't sit on the porch and say, I, I wish for corn <laughs> to come out this fall in this field while I rock in the rocking chair. It doesn't happen that way. Right. Fruit only comes by way of hard work. The last thought we wanted to bring to everybody today is this. Pray for wisdom, favor, 
and blessing of God on your work. And I think just maybe the idea of believing that part of how God provides is he provides workers alongside of us. Yes. You know, Jesus um, said the harvest is plentiful. The laborers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest. Ask the Lord of the harvest that he might send laborers. Like, that's a beautiful uh, prayer. And the idea is that there's a lot of opportunity. I really really think that's the summary of that. There's a lot of opportunity for willing hands and willing minds. And so I would just say to anyone in, you know, who's watching this today, understand that this may for many people be they are giving in or surrendering to a mindset, you know, against work or seeking time off. Just understand that it's an opportunity available for everyone who will have a mind to work like there's a great opportunity for us to seize this season seize this moment seize this time and even individually um i i i really hope that people there are a lot of people who aspire to be leaders or they aspire they want even secretly in their heart they're like man i i hope i can be a leader i i I haven't been given a chance to actually lead and sometimes it sounds like that i would just say this is the season if that's in your heart for you to realize that right now the people who step into that space and seize the opportunity are the people who are going to have the rewards Uh, and uh, that's right and, and you know what that's a great word for this is that when you work hard, there are great rewards that mm. don't come mm. when you don't work hard. Yeah. And so, so the willingness to embrace it right now, pull it in. And I would say praying, pray for wisdom if you're that yes. person and just pray for God to give you favor. Yeah. If you feel that inspiration happening for you right now, I don't want to be on the sideline. I don't want to be a part of great resignation. I want to make my life count. I want to make a difference. I want to be light and salt. I want to build our church. Like if that's your mindset, pray for wisdom, pray for Beautiful. favor, and know that God is the God of blessing. And whatever your hands find to do, do it with all your heart as Amen. unto the Lord, and there will be great reward. Amen. Let's land the plane with this question. What would you say straight to the person watching today who feels uh, discouraged Mm. or hesitant in this season? Maybe they're pastors wanting to move forward right now, add another service, Mm. add a ministry, but they they just, they know that these headwinds exist. What would you say to that person today? I, I would say that the beginning of all fruit is a seed Mm. not just a seed but it's a seed you sow the beginning of every harvest is a seed that's in your hand that you're willing to get into the ground if you cannot think too hard when pastor says we're going to we're going to add a service we're bringing back you know, the, the, the schedule, and you're going, I don't have volunteers. I don't have the people we need. I'm feeling overwhelmed in this moment. Look for the seed. 
Mm. And the seed is literally in your action, your decision. Get it in the ground. And as you do, there's a harvest mm. that God will create. We don't create harvest. God does. Yeah, that's a good like, word. It comes out of the seed. So that, that's a good I would just say to everybody right now to also ask yourself, secondly, what would a great leader do in this same situation? Hmm. Like what, what would a great leader do if they were right where you are right now? And if you can identify what to do in this season, that's your seed. It's beautiful. That's your key. That's your combination that opens up the door and helps you to move forward. Building teams when no one wants to work. I, I say we build the teams where everybody wants to work, you know, yep. <laughs> you know, build, build the teams everyone wants to be a part of. And yeah. We, we believe we can do it. So thank you. We can you. do that. I mean, we can do it and you can do it. And uh, yeah. hey, make this, like we always say, make this a conversation. Yeah. If you feel hesitation, and I think that's a word you used a while ago, um, if you feel held back, if you feel like, uh, you know, the Bible says, don't be weary in, in doing well. For in due season you will reap. If you can keep your mind on that analogy, um, and have a conversation around that today. Like, very how do good. I how do I get off of first base? How do I get going here? Very good, very good. Thank you, Pastor Kevin, for a great conversation today. I hope you've enjoyed uh, this conversation. I do hope you'll take this to your team. Let this uh, offer you a roadmap and uh, some language for a conversation that I know your team will benefit from. And hey, however you're watching this today or listening to this today, hit subscribe. Plan to join us the first Tuesday of every month with a new episode here on the podcast. We'd love to have you. Team Church, we love you. We are with you. We are for you. Until next time, God bless you.